Spider-Man Poo! Oh yeah, alright, it's uh, the Crack and Wise Reviews. Uh, it's the third episode of the Crack and Wise Reviews. Uh, I'm always is Michael Strahan. I got my buddy over here, at RealPatrickD. Um, weird that your name has an at in it, at the start. Hey, real here. quick, Mike. Yeah. Drive that funky soul. About a superhero with more dance scenes than punching ones. We got time, and we're gonna go over Spider-Man 3, which was totally awesome. We are gonna have some fun. You are gonna have some fun. It's gonna be an awesome time, and you're gonna have to spin some webs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where do we begin with this movie? We begin at the end. No, we don't. No. <laughs> this 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 movie. This movie. Um, while just a regular mid two thousands crappy superhero movie, it actually it set forth a chain of motion that uh, has defined Spider Man to this day. Because this movie killed the Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Spider-Man 4 was going to have Carnage in it. You're going to have Carnage and Vulture and Black Cat. Whoa! Speaking of Vulture, Michael Keaton in talks to play Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. Is that the villain? I think so. Yeah! It's rumored, and then they're saying Michael Keaton's in talks to play the villain. He looks exactly like Vulture. Boom. And would it be even much more different than Birdman? If Mysterio and Vulture are in it? I think Ray I... Ray Mysterio? <gasps> booyaka, booyaka! No. 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 Uh, if yeah. Mysterio and Vulture were the villain in the same Spider-Man movie, I think that the whole movie, I would be, be pooping. pooping. Yeah. Um, instead, this movie was pooping. It was all poop. It's poop. Poop. S- still. Still poop. Still poop. Yeah. He took a big... Sam Raimi took a big poop on the green. Uh, the green being uh, the Spider-Man franchise and the character as a whole. No, but this movie, real weird. What if I told you? <laughs> real weird, yes. Imagine, and now, I gotta give a shout out here to How Did This Get Made? They're a great podcast. They um, they essentially review real crap movies, talk about them. They watch them and then talk about them. And they did Spider-Man 3. Listen to it for a little prep last night. Are you, of course, referring to The League, the podcast? Basically, The League, the podcast. It's one of my favorites. Um, and they said, essentially... Imagine, and it, this is so good, I can't say, I can't not say it. Imagine you're a child, and you're so excited for the third Spider-Man movie, and you know it's got Venom, and you know it's gonna be awesome. And Spider-Man Two was so good, and then <laughs> Spider-Man Three is about Mary Jane's burgeoning Broadway career. Oh, there's literally more dance scenes in this movie than there are fight scenes. It's a, it's a mess. Where do we even begin? I don't know. Uh, I'd like to make a similar comparison. Yeah. Imagine you're a kid. Okay. And you're excited about a certain movie. Yeah. A certain movie that has a prior trilogy towards it, uh, associated with it. And you know that there is a fourth movie coming out, and you are super excited. Okay. 
there's a a face painted villain in it with with a double lightsaber. Oh boy! Now wait, but hold on, though. There's more Jar Jar Binks scenes than lightsaber fights. You're talking about the Phantom Menace. I'm talking about the Phantom Menace. And then imagine you were that same kid. This kid's life is hell. <laughs> a little disappointed about the, the Phantom Menace, but knew that Attack of the Clones was coming out oh, and no. was really excited. When, when, and when, then Attack of the Clones came out. When the title of Attack of the Clones was released, I think you could probably know that's just going to be crap. Like, Attack of the Clones? The clones don't attack anything. Hey, no, we're not doing that movie. We're not doing that movie. <laughs> hey, we should... Well, okay. We're, you you yeah, shot it down. I, I shot it down. Yeah, that's true. Did. Shot so, it down like a... Like, oh, I suggested we do, but but our star our Star Wars preview pod for um, episode seven we talk a lot about the prequels. That's over on uh, the Crack and Wise podcast. Go listen. Uh, sponsored by Alibaba Shawarma. No, it's not really, but we wish one day. If you um, wish, I would eat shawarma every day. So this movie, um, critically derided. Yeah, not um, not not big in the box office. No, not it was I don't know, actually it was big in the box office. office. Sorry, I mean not big in the critics. I don't think it made the most out of any Spider Man movie. Like, it's still the number one grossed Spider-Man movie of all time. I meant to say, not big, in the critics' corner. Okay. Just take it easy there, pal. Now you, now you, Patrick. I've have, said on many accounts. We have different opinions of this movie. I've said on many accounts that I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Um, are you okay? Have no. you been hit over the head? Uh, what's going on with My you? brother, at a young age, did smoke me in my face with a golf club. Well, there you go. I have been hit in the forehead with a flying golf ball. Um, those are the only two head injuries I can think of. But they did occur at a young enough age before Spider-Man 3 where this could have been affected. Uh, now, Mike, mm -hmm. I was telling you beforehand. Yeah. I don't think that this movie is a good movie. It's 100% not. Because of like actually being a good movie like Star Wars The Force Awakens is, for example. Yeah. Or like Spider-Man 2 is. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 is arguably one of the best just straight-up superhero movies of all time. Doc Ock, legend. Arguably, we wouldn't have... This, we wouldn't be living in the superhero era that we are today if it wasn't for Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. Now, I would like to make it clear okay. that I like Spider-Man 3. Okay. But for the main reason that it is simply silly. And... One one might take me saying Peter Parker's emo dance scene is my favorite scene as some sort of, I don't want to be this person's friend anymore, but I simply consider it my favorite scene because, because it is the weirdest scene. So, not my favorite because I think it was the best, my favorite because I think it was the funniest. Yeah, but like, not intentionally funny. Because it was terrible. Right. But like someone could say that they really liked the movie. I love I love the room. The room. Uh, not not room. The okay, Oscar nominated right, right. movie. Okay. The, the room. room. It's one of my favorite movies because it's so bad. So I get that. I right. understand. So it's in that same. I vein. don't understand because this is your favorite character though. Like yeah. Batman and Robin is is so bad, but it's still not. It's not like even a guilty hate watch for me because it's just crapping over my favorite character. That's interesting. But it's just because there are there are aspects of this movie that I am just so in love with, like, like what? the symbiote, yeah, like Venom. But they didn't do it properly. Anyway, we'll get into it. So, I guess we start the movie at the start of the movie. Uh, Spider Man's things are going great in Spider Man's life. He's he's chilling on a web that he made in Central Park. If anyone walks by, they're gonna find out. They like he's, yeah, he's chilling. Exactly. He's chilling. He's cuddling, canoodling 
with uh with Mary Jane um on a like on a web that is like made in between two trees. Yeah, in so, Central Park. I in think Central you said. Park, yeah. in the most populated city in North America. So if anyone, which believe it or not, happens, walks through Central Park and sees, God forbid, God forbid, and sees those two lying on a web. They might put two and two together and say, oh, this guy who just spun this giant, giant ass web and is like now making out his girlfriend on it might be Spider-Man. Might so, be. Like literally first scene. Yeah. Boom. Uh, already off to a, a rocky start. But here we got to get into the two leads. So Spider-Man and Screen Junkie said it best. The tale is the Spider-Man, the man with the face of a puppy and the voice of of a less intimidating puppy. <laughs> <laughs> the Tobey Maguire story. Yeah. Tobey Maguire is, he's so old in this movie. It's its so jarring to see. It's like Troy Bolton. It's like, like Zac Efron playing Troy Bolton in like, High School Musical. You have we should a, do High School Musical. Dude, we gotta do High School Musical. Okay, that's our next review. Saying, which one? The first one? Second one? Senior year? I feel like doing second one because I definitely want, definitely want to touch on bed on it. You mean the be- the most emotionally complex scene in cinematic history? Yeah. Or the most emotional scene in cinematic history, Gotta Go My Own Way. Ooh. Okay. I actually watched it recently. We'll decide this off camera. Yeah, we will. Off camera. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Off mic. Definitely off camera. Um, no, yeah, so automatically. And the two leads, Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson, played by Kirsten Dunst. Um, Smoking hot, babe. They have negative chemistry, I think. Yes. They look like they cannot wait to get away from each other. Their chemistry, <coughs> and I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. Yeah. Um, their chem... <coughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Their chemistry yeah. was as hard to watch Uh-oh. as Kirsten Dunn's nipples in the kissing scene in Spider-Man 1. Their, their chemistry was as hard to watch as... Yeah. Because she, she was nipping hard. It was cold outside. It was, day. I guess, it was real cold. They, they, I think that that was. I don't think she knew, or I don't think like, I think literally. But the how director do you watch was, that? The director was just like, crank, crank the, crank the cold up, <laughs> drop the, drop, drop the, the heat, <laughs> drop the heat. We re- we just re- we just realized Kirsten's not wearing a bra today. Drop the heat. But like, how would you? Uh, whatever. I don't know. They look like they can't wait for the cameras to stop rolling so they can get away from each other's presence like they just don't and mary jane is the worst written character literally she's only there for spider-man to save or to nag she's just such a nag and then and i don't like is it it's like that mid-2000s thing in superhero movies where every female character is just like the biggest downer batman begins even it's like it's like i can't is that i I can't be with you bruce i'm katie holmes you know, like, ah. which apparently Tom, the reason why she wasn't in the sequel, a lot of people say it's because she took a role in like this other movie, but apparently behind the scenes, Tom Cruise was jealous of Christian Bale. Whoa. And was like, I don't want you in that movie. I was like, oh, interesting. Um, I was kind of wondered what that was all about. You know what? I'd be jealous too if my girlfriend was in a movie with Christian Bale. He's an attractive man. He would have screamed at her probably if, if she had... <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why she left maybe she was Tom worried was protecting her yeah i don't know um from verbal assault from verbal assault but yeah so they're chilling in in park in uh, central park and here comes one of the biggest things of this movie coincidence yes. coincidence is the is the the main character in this movie because just so it just so happens that a meteor crashes to earth could have hit anywhere on earth but crashes to earth like a couple feet away from where spider-man is chilling with uh, with Mary Jane, yeah, and it attaches itself. It, oh, and, and the meteor bursts this black goo that's a symbiote. Um, 
attaches himself to Peter Parker's moped. Yeah. And then apparently just chills in his apartment also, for a couple days. did he keep that moped from his pizza job? I think so. Pretty sure he's fired. Yeah, but I think he just, I think he probably bought the moped himself. Maybe just, maybe he just likes oh, mopeds. Maybe, yeah. maybe he just likes mopeds. Maybe, maybe Peter's a it's moped also, guy. It's New York City. You don't buy a car in New York City. That's you're, true. you're not going to get yeah. around. Just get a moped. Get a Absolutely. little Vespa. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> uh, man, I am just, it is a phlegmy day today. Um, but yeah, so essentially... The, the weird thing is here, yeah, so coincidence. Coincidence is that when the meteor strikes Earth, it's like a couple feet away. Coincidence is that every single villain in this entire Spider-Man trilogy has a connection to Peter Parker. It's never just a dude. It's never just a guy who decided to become evil. Everyone has a connection. And another subplot, there's like 15 in this movie, Uncle Ben's killer is Sandman. Yeah, what the heck? Is that in the comics? Have no. you read enough Spidey comics to know? I have, yeah. Okay. And Sandman is 100% not okay. Uncle Ben's killer. In fact, it is... I thought they'd mix it up. It's some, like, random dude, and Spider-Man, like, almost kills him. Right, like and he does even in the Spider-Man first movie, 1. Even the first movie, the guy, like, basically confesses to killing to killing Uncle Ben when Spider-Man confronts him in the first movie. So they just literally, like, they, I think they're like, ah... It's two movies ago. Audiences are going to remember that. It's one of those moments where <clears throat> where you just have to sit back and, and realize that you really just should have left it. Yeah, you didn't. Like, that didn't need to be in there. No. Sandman could have just been a guy. Like, it would have been, been an escaped convict, which is what he is. Which Who is what cares he is. why he's in prison? Yeah. So, yeah, so essentially things are going pretty well for Spider-Man. New York seems to love him. Because the big thing in, in Spider-Man is that he never gets the praise that he deserves. Jeez, I don't know what's going on. <coughs> YOLO he never gets the praise that he deserves he's always helping out and J. Jonah Jameson's always like he's a menace and starving superhero exactly he's supposed to be the everyman you yeah. know um, in this movie everyone loves him uh, he's getting the key to the city you know he's he's gonna do great um, Mary Jane gets jealous of that because she's trying to have a Broadway career and it's not taken off and everyone loves Spider-Man so she's like people love you more than they love me that's not right exactly um, which is like, hold on. Which is means she's which, a terrible girlfriend. Which, first of all, yes, she's a terrible girlfriend. Second of all, what kind of what kind of ideas are you planting here in, you in young in young boyfriend yeah. and girlfriends' minds? Yeah, are you? This is yeah. Are you saying that women can't have their own? Spider Man Three is corrupting sexist. relationships. Sexist. Every every female character in this movie is is either a model. Or a nag. Seriously, Gwen Stacy, she's a brilliant scientist in the comics and a brilliant scientist in the reboot that this yeah. movie caused. But in this movie, she's, yeah, she, I guess she's in Peter's, like, physics class uh, and the Yankees But class. she, like, barely uh, knows but, physics. But she has to get tutored by Peter yeah. because she doesn't know it. She's like, uh-huh, he's the only reason why I'm passing. I think she says that. And also, she's a copier model? She models. Yeah, what the at, frick? She models at the top of an office okay. building. Okay, here, here we're. But we're, she's not. But she's, she's like lounging on a on a photocopier. Yeah, not really sure what's going on there. Like I'd buy that photocopier, but like, I don't. Is 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 the is, <laughs> the photocopier itself look good? Is kink is like Kinko's trying to get a new edgy ad campaign? <laughs> They're like, let's just get get a blonde to just lounge on the copier. Yeah. People need to associate sex with photocopying. <laughs> Boom. Um, sex in the workplace on the copier. On the photocopier. This is what people need to think of they do. when they buy our copier. Exactly. We need to touch on that scene. 
Because that's one of those scenes... Are we just going to hop around? Yeah, we're okay. just going to hop around. Yeah, forget. I'm, I'm not going to go chronologically. This like, is we'll go somewhat chronologically. Somewhat, we'll try. In terms of, like, villain appearances and stuff. But, like, from beginning to end, we don't need to do that. Okay. We've tried both... Now, we've tried both ends of the spectrum. Now we have to meet halfway. Exactly. Good idea. Go um, That scene was one of those scenes... Where so you don't really the, know what's going on. Paint the scene. So she's 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 in the yeah. office modeling for said whatever freaking photocopier company is it is it a, even a photocopying company or no, is I she don't just know. Photo- it's, ne- it's literally it's literally just her and two other models exactly chilling like they, leaning against a copier they and, don't and this one up, guy being like work it work it they don't know? set up this scene at all and I'm pretty sure this is the first time you see Gwen. Am I correct? No, you you meet her at like dinner or something, or like in his in Peter Parker's class or something. She, okay. she has a conversation. Um. Anyways, so you're like, oh, okay. There's this blonde girl pose uh, modeling. She's doing some things. Oh, there's a crane crashing. Oh, everyone's dead. Yeah, except for Gwen Stacy. Except for Gwen Stacy, because it just so happens that her father is the police chief, and it just so happens that, by the way, sixty stories down on the ground. Eric from that 70s show, Topher Grace, who plays Eddie Brock, is also dating her. Yeah. And also can look up 60 stories and say, that's Gwen. By the way, I'm dating your daughter. Like, it's like if New York has like 12 people in it. I know. Like, there are people in my residence who live meters away from me, who I have not seen in months. Yep. And they live in New York City, and they see Everyone they know. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's like it's like what you said. There are 12 people living in New York, and they all have one set of clothing. Yes. So and they, they can tell them from far away. Be like, oh, that's the pink shirt. Oh, that's Gwen. Yeah. There she is, up up at the top of that 60-story building. There's Sandman wearing that tried-and-true green yeah. <laughs> shirt, um, which we'll touch... Now, I guess, we'll touch on Sandman. Yeah, uh, um, you know, there's, there's four villains in this movie. I really liked Sandman's intro. Okay, there's four... Hold on. There's four villains. Sandman... Okay, is New Goblin really a villain? Sandman, New Goblin, Venom, and technically the symbiote itself. There's four villains. If you don't want to include actually Eddie Brock, who's a villain to Peter because he's trying to sabotage his career. So really, there's five antagonists in this movie. It's one double-stuffed movie. Um... (laughs) So, yeah, so Sandman. Hey, but double-stuffed Oreos are better. Yeah, but this one's crap. Okay. This one's like you double-stuffed with poop. <laughs> double-stuffed poop Oreo. Double-stuffed poop Oreo. Um, yeah, but so Sandman, real name's Flint Marco. He's an escaped convict, so we meet him when he's on the run. I guess we're just, let's just detail all the villains, I guess. So okay. San, so we've already done... Yeah, quick run through. Yeah, so Eddie Brock is a photographer who's yeah. competing with Peter Parker to be to get a staff job at the Daily Bugle. Um, J. Joan Jameson, best part of this movie. Yeah. Um, best part of I I'd say best part of the trilogy, to be honest. To nothing, New York Yankees. Okay. Um, great, great. Uh, sorry, we're doing real time Jay's updates yeah, on the Kraken reviews, and it comes out tomorrow. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, J. Joan Jameson's great, but he's like, you know, who do I decide between Peter and Eddie Brock? Then turns out, I think that. I never really got this because I think, okay, Eddie, so Eddie Brock, like, there's rumors of Spider-Man's suit being black and then Eddie Brock takes a picture of Spider-Man being a jerk and, and photoshops it black or something. I don't no, know. no, no. What he did, he took a photo of Peter. Yeah. Sorry, he took a photo of Spider-Man. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Whoa. Um, 
He took a photo of Spider-Man in the black suit. Mm-hmm. Then the black suit Spider-Man destroyed his camera. Yeah. So what he did it was calls he calls him took, a chump. Yeah. He, Eddie took an old photo. This is like close to the end of the movie, by the way. Is Eddie, it? yeah. No, this is before he becomes Venom. This is not close this, to the end. Oh, yeah, but but he gets he turns into Venom close like, to the end. Like literally, this an hour movie and is half. so much longer than I remember it being. This movie, there's so, so much, much stuff, stuff happening, yeah. and yet nothing happens. Okay, so we don't even talk about how Aunt May is in this, and um, she shows up at Peter's house to like it's at like two in the morning to talk about getting uh, to tell a story about meeting Uncle. Like whatever. Anyways, so what Eddie does is he takes an old photo of normal Spider-Man saving a bank or whatever. Photoshop. Oh no, sorry, sorry, no, not saving a bank. He takes a normal photo of Spidey, photoshops him black, mm-hmm. photoshops the black symbiote on it, photoshops a like money, money bag, bag yeah. into his hand, and it's like Spider Man's robbing a bank. Yeah. Okay. So that's and then and Real then shoddy work and then there. Eddie and, gets and then, the staff job. Yeah, but then Peter shows up and is like, "Here's the actual picture." But what you forgot is Peter shows up with his hair down, with with some emo bang in, in his hair. I wish we had a, a camera. To catch this, yeah, actually, that's pretty accurate. Because I got it. <laughs> I got, got it the, reg- the emo. So, but like, I love how that's Peter Parker turning evil. Because so yeah, so that's so Eddie, and then Eddie Brock gets a, a you know exposed to the symbiote, becomes Venom. Okay, the that's symbiote. Venom. <laughs> yeah, and that's Venom. The symbiote, on the other hand, is um, is like you know an alien who needs to bond with a human host to maintain it and get and you know beefs up Peter Parker as Spider Man, but then it starts to turn him evil, and Peter Parker. His evil transformation happens when he's walking down an alleyway. He's all mad. He looks in a mirror and he sees himself and he's like, you know what? To hell with this old haircut. And he just brings his bangs down over his face. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it's, the there's no coming and back. And then it cuts to... And this is, and now, and we have to get to this. There are more dance scenes than fight scenes in this movie. And Peter Parker, once he turns evil, the symbiote essentially makes him an, a bad guy. But but no, it doesn't make him a bad guy. It makes him a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> as he walks, as he struts down the street to jazz music, giving everyone finger guns. Now the thing, <laughs> he's giving everyone finger guns. He's popping his collar. Oh, whoa, he almost fell there, pal. We gotta watch you out there. He's pop, he popped his collar, got the bangs. I think his shirt's untucked, I'm not sure, and he's giving it people fingers. No, he's wearing he's wearing like his old he's wearing his old Peter suit. But then he goes into the store and he gets a new Peter suit. All he of goes black. into a clearance sale, I know. Yes. Yeah. All black. Now yeah, he gets to get all black. Not before he does a little hip jive and a big uh big you know flex and clap yeah. on top of his head. Now, here's what I didn't understand. He's walking down the street. He's flashing these women the finger guns. Some of them seem into it. Yeah. Because cause I think the point of that scene was supposed to be like, oh, Peter's so dorky, no women are going to be into that. They're like, eh. But there are some women who are like, oh. Some are like, I like it. Oh. I, some women are into bad boys. Oh, is that how you work your fingers? All right. Whoa. You know. You know. Um, as one does. No, but yeah, so. Uh, playing the piano. Yes, playing the piano. Playing the piano. Playing the guitar. Yeah. Playing the banjo. Trumpet, French horn, didgeridoo, you know, anything, really. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so so Peter turns, like, evil. Um, 
a lot of a lot of very wild character transformations in this scene be, or in this movie sorry because then we go yeah. over to james franco's character oh my gosh talk about mood swings who the frig is this guy and what is happening with him so in the last movie it was he finds out that peter parker he th- well, he thinks but he finds out that, like peter parker caused the death of his dad the green goblin because well no he finds out he he thinks that spider-man caused he thinks that spider-man killed his dad yeah then he's hunting after Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Then he finds out Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yes. And then nothing after that is said in the second movie. Yeah, and, and we're kind of like no, left then at he that. F- then he finds his dad's old like Green Goblin. Oh right, at the end of the movie, and is like, right. I'm gonna you know beef up and become right. when, the when, new Goblin, when, who's really just looks like a BMX skateboarder because all he does he has a little instead of a glider he's got a gliding snowboard and he puts on a little balaclava mask and he's like i'm bad now and the only reason why james franco turns on peter is because a vision of his dead willem dafoe uh, yells avenge me his dead willem dafoe yeah his dead father avenge me and which that makes him so yeah so he's he's real pissed at uh Oh, no, no, no. So that's at the end of the second movie. That's at the end of the second No, no, it's not even, not even the end of the second movie, because Willem Dafoe comes back for this movie. It's He's real pissed. Him and Peter have a big fight, um, yeah. and during that fight, um, Harry Osborn hits his head and dies. This is during the New Goblin fight. Yes, this is the, like, the first fight scene in the movie. Yeah. He dies. He gets hit on the head and dies. No, he, like, gets clotheslined by the... By a pipe by or the, something. No, by the web. So this... It's like a garret. It's like a wire. Yeah. Right in the throat. He's going at like 80 miles an hour. So his easily. head should be off. His head His head should be clean off. Yeah. But it's not somehow. Then his skull bounces off the... Like a uh, bunch of stuff. A bunch of stuff. And then on the pavement. And he dies. At the hospital, he flatlines, but they bring him back to life with CPR and a defibrillator, and he has amnesia. So he doesn't understand... He doesn't know who anyone is really except for... He doesn't really... Un- he knows who Peter Parker is. And he knows who Mary Jane is. He, but he doesn't remember how his dad died, um, that his dad was the Green Goblin, that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, or if he's got a girlfriend. Ooh. Because, as they said in How This Get Made, he wakes up from amnesia after he died, instantly turned on. Instantly horny, looking for love. To bang something. Well, yeah. And, uh, and, but it's so, it's, again, convenience. Such a convenient thing of amnesia. Remembers every character's name. But doesn't remember all the things that made him conflict with Peter. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, there's that, which is interesting. And then, you know, obviously he, he finds, he, Willem Dafoe shows up in a mirror, tells him to avenge him, to, to avenge his death, explains everything to him. He remembers him and Peter Parker have, that, have a fight. Speaking of that fight, we're just going to hop around here. Are we, are we going to the fight where they fight in his house? Yeah. Okay, I'd like to start off by saying that this fight mm-hmm. tasted like strawberries. Strawberries. Explain. Do you not remember? At the beginning of the fight, in order to... This is after... I can't even remember how it all comes back to Harry. But at some point during the movie, Harry kisses Mary Jane and then suddenly remembers... Oh, no. they, they have There's another dance scene because Mary Jane comes over to, to Harry's house. Yep. They make omelets together and have an omelet kitchen dance party. Yep. Where they, where, where they do the twist. Where they do the twist and then kiss and then... And then Harry remembers everything. And then Harry remembers... No, then Harry... I think... Had Harry remembered something I before? Can't. No, because he then was, he... like, slowly But then he blackmails things. Mary Jane into dumping Peter. Where then Peter... Like, kidnaps her, pretty much. He kidnaps her, and he's like, dump Peter. Where, if I was Mary Jane, 
I'd meet him on the Brooklyn on the Brooklyn Bridge where they're supposed to, yep. and literally be like, "Hey, listen, Harry Osborne remembers everything. He's gonna kill me. He, you know, like he told me to dump you. You're Spider Man. Go beat him up." Yeah. And it would be, and again, as I've said, a lot of this movie would be solved with a friggin' voicemail. I know. But instead, you know, she has to. She plays along for some reason. I don't get so it. So they meet up. So Peter goes to Harry's house. And in order to egg Peter on, <laughs> Harry talks about how he kissed Mary Jane, and he describes her lips as tasting like <sighs> strawberries. James Franco's performance is all over the map. And mad. that he is what well... sends Peter over the edge, going so far as to, Blow again, <laughs> murder Harry <laughs> Osborne. Attempt to... Yeah. attempt to murder Harry Osborne. Peter's still under the influence of the black suit at this point. Um, which was funny. I think, I'm not sure if it was the first movie or the second movie, but Franco made a joke to Maguire that as the, like, the actors when they were filming oh. the movie. Saying that Maguire has frog-like features to which Maguire has not forgiven him for and they still feud to this oh. day. So that fight was real. Like, there's some real tension in there. And, oh you know, when, when, when mcguire when P- peter's like oh look at a little goblin are you gonna cry all that i i just picture him just being like yes yes this is good <laughs> thanks thanks writers thanks this sam yeah that and then you know peter again under the influence of, of the black suit um tosses a goblin grenade right back at uh at harry osborne blows up half his face blows up literally half an inch away from his face doesn't decimate his entire visage doesn't blow his head off yeah. doesn't ruin his hearing doesn't do anything. Like it just kind of makes his half his face look like it's made of sand. Yeah. Now we haven't even gotten into Mary. Saying, man. <laughs> we haven't gotten into the biggest plot of the movie, Mary Jane's Broadway career. Whoa. Yeah. So how do we even unravel that box of mysteries? So Mary Jane, she's an aspiring Broadway actress and singer, um, and she's in this this musical called Manhattan Memories. I think it's called. That's what it. That's what I think. It's, it's a said. real musical. I'm pretty sure. No, it's not. I swear I've heard the song that she sings really? outside of this outside of the movie. Maybe it's just people falling in love. It's wonderful. Now she's now so wonderful. Okay, okay now she's said. So they oh, tell me. Right. Okay, um, you sang it better than she did in the movie. Well, <laughs> now they should have cast me as Mary Jane. They should. I think my, you, I you wonder and, if I could have got my nipples as rock hard. <laughs> probably <as> not. <laughs> I feel like they would have been like, I feel like they would have, uh, the, the directors would have been like, turn the heat up. His nipples are getting hard. I'm like, <laughs> it's, ah, it's sorry, really weird in a sound. No, but so she, she performs in the show and she gets terrible, she gets terrible reviews. The reviews say her voice can't be heard past the first row. She's got bad pro- projection problems. Mic her up. Yeah. You're good to go. <laughs> Give but, her a mic. Don't, Fire her and have and have to reteach the choreography, yep. the lines after the music, one show. After one show, and she did her friggin' best. Not like she messed up ever. She also, didn't mess up what once. What kind of friggin' set is that for a Broadway show? It's literally just some risers. That's it. It's like it's almost like the Kiwanis sure, Music Festival. Well, I'm pretty sure Jesus Christ Superman is only Su- Jesus <laughs> Christ Superman. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superman. <laughs> might as well must, might as well have been what Man of Steel was called Jesus Christ Superman because there's so many super, uh, Jesus metaphors in there have you not heard of the musical Jesus Christ Superman no I've heard of Jesus Christ Superstar oh. there's, and they're there was very not, similar there was not only 
Yeah, I remember I must when, have when seen... Jesus decimated all of Metropolis. Yeah, yeah I think so. When he same. came down and killed General Zod. Now that I rem- now that I think of it, Man of Steel kind of ripped it off, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, totally. Like beat for beat. Um, but here's the thing: Mary Jane doesn't mess up once. <coughs> sure, sure, she can sing a little louder. Okay, can't we all? One show. You let them play. All right, that's Bush League. Mm-hmm. That was a Bush League call to, get, also, to pick her up. They. On the poster, I noticed, she's third build, yet she's opening the show with a solo. So she's the lead in that. Also, here's another thing. Mary Jane. A biggest biatch. Alright? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. But whoa. Hear me out, hear okay, me out. Okay, 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 okay. Spider-Man, or Peter. Yeah. Peter, on his way to the show. Mm-hmm. Alright? There's a shootout between two gunmen and police officers. Just... As there is. Yeah. Spider-Man, because, you know... Coincidence. Cr- crime in New York. Oh, Co- It's a coincidence. Oh, on his way to yeah, the to the show, course. when he needs to be there, there just happens to be a violent shootout between the NYPD yeah. and masked robbers. Now, Spider-Man, like any person with superpowers would do, superpowers and sworn to protect a city, would with, do... With great power comes great responsibility. Of course. Would go and assist... The NYPD. Yes. Good for him. Um, he still makes it to the show. Yeah. On time. But he's late. No, he's oh, late. Oh, no, no, yeah, sorry. He's late, and that and and uh, Oh, no, that's... Friggin' someone Campbell. I can't remember his first Bruce name. Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Is that, are you sure that wasn't in Spider-Man 2? I'm pretty sure it was in Spider-Man 2. Because Bruce Campbell's the, the guy who, when he's going to propose... Oh, you're right. Yeah. No, he, but he, he, he's there, and he's cheering her on. He's so supportive. Even though he can't afford all the flowers in the world, he still, he still got her some flowers. But like, I, I just remember there's one scene where he's supposed to be somewhere, ends up going to save someone, misses it, and Mary J gives him crap about it. It might, it might have been Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. 2. It is. But the, so then what show is he going to see in Spider-Man 2? She's in another show. It's not Broadway, but it's like a Oh, right. Show. I remember yeah. Spider-Man 2 opens with that billboard close-up of, of yeah. her, so she's in a show. Apologies yeah. to the listeners. Yeah. I just did a whole monologue Retraction. on Spider-Man yeah. 2. But, uh, no, but, uh, this, but like, he, he's there. He's so supportive. She knows he's a superhero, yeah. by the way, which is, we touched on this in Daredevil. Like, hey, man, hey, hey, best friend or love interest of the superhero. Maybe give cut him a little slack considering they're, you know, beating people up and saving the city. Like, Mary Jane has been there, has seen Spider-Man save New York. I know. And still... What the heck? And still is just like, you didn't come to my show. Like, I don't... Uh, whatever. Um, no, but, so, he's so supportive, and there's literally a line, I think, when Mary Jane says, this isn't about you, this is about me. Which is, like, the tagline of the movie. Yeah. Spider-Man 3. This isn't about you, Spider-Man. This is about me, Mary Jane Watson. Um, yeah, but Mary, like, Mary Jane sucks. Like, she, she sucks in this movie. She's a terribly written character. Um, all she does is whine, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward to... Sandman? No, we'll get on Sandman a little the, bit. The midnight nuclear particle testing yeah. facility? I just want to one, give one more example of Mary Jane being a poop hole. Uh-oh. Oh, um, I got another one, too, yeah. So this is after Mary Jane Mary Jane breaks up with Peter mm-hmm. for not telling her about a lab partner in school Gwen who St- is female. Gwen, uh, I was supposed to say Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Yeah. So if I had a friend that was a girl. Yes. And a girlfriend. Yes. Sorry, not a friend that is a girl. A partner for a project. Yeah. 
It's a girl. That's a girl. And a girl. And I, you know, didn't tell my <clears throat> girlfriend because I thought that's nah, not really important. Yeah. Is that means to break up? Not means to break up, but he probably should have told her. He probably should have, but that's not means to break up after, like, right after you've been dating for a very long if time. You're, if you're at the point, like, they met in high school. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, they met in high school. They have been dating for a long time. Like, off and off, they've been through so much together. Mm-hmm. She now knows his most intimate secret that literally no one else knows, except yeah. for Harry Osborne. And he's about, he, they're at the point where he's about to propose to her, and yet he doesn't tell her about a lab partner mm-hmm. that happens to be an attractive girl, and she breaks up with him. Yeah. Also, so then, another jerk move by Mary Jane. She gets fired from that Broadway show because of the bad review. She comes in midday, and there's someone else performing her part. She's like, what? And they're like, oh, then the stereotypical gay theater director, which another stereotype, um, is like, oh, sweetie, I'm sorry, like, you know, whatever, and they fire. She walks out of the theater. This is midday. This is There's no lineup for the show. This is midday, and they're rehearsing. And there's a crowd of people that are clapping around. I know. Why did she think for one <sighs> second that that clapping was meant for her? Why did she think for one second that there would just be a crowd of people after she got fired from her show <laughs> that are clapping for her? Instead, they're clapping for Spider-Man as he's swinging through uh, the And she's pissed off about and that. And she's pissed off because <clears throat> he's stealing her thunder. One last example, then we'll talk about Sandman. Yeah. So this is after Mary Jane, after Mary Jane breaks up with Peter. Yes. So Peter is completely in the clear. Yes. Right? Decides, I'm a bad boy now. He's I'm going to go after the bad girls. And starts dating Gwen. Yeah. Who's not really a bad girl. She's a chemistry student. She's She might be a model, but she seems pretty wholesome. This is where we get into the jazz. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. He takes Gwen to the jazz club. Dance that... scene number three yeah. in a Spider-Man movie, <laughs> he, by the way. He takes Gwen to the dance club oh, God. that Mary Jane is working at. I guess on purpose to like make her jealous. I have no idea. On purpose. Why would you take your new date to the to? First of all, <laughs> she's a singing waitress. Does that still exist? This whole scene. She's a is waitress, but she performs thing. at the same time. I don't think that that's like what. I don't think that's real. I don't think that's a real. Place. But this is the biggest cluster muck of a scene I've ever seen. Yeah, scene I've ever seen. Nice. Um, so they go in, Mary Jane. Peter Parker kind of, like, makes sure that she sees him. And I don't think that she ever does until it's time for her to sing. And she sees him. And right before she's about to sing, turns out Peter Parker is Mozart and can play the piano like a freaking Grandmaster Wizard. Now, they implied that the symbiote allowed him to, like, gave him the ability to play the piano. Why would an alien so then give you the ability? I don't, I don't care. No, okay. So wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. So then, I'll let you ride. I'll let so you then ride. we dig on this. Here we go. Here we go. The second <laughs> I was, I was okay with this movie. I was okay with the character of Spider-Man. The second now dig on this exits Peter Parker's mouth. I died a little bit. The inside. pelvic thrusts and the snaps. He dances and does something with Mary Jane and something with Gwen. And then Mary Jane gives him a dirty look. He dips Gwen. Mary Jane like curses at him, and, and then, then he leaves. hits her. No, Spider Man is a domestic abuse. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. That that hasn't happened yet. Gwen, so he's Gwen mid dip <laughs> is like you did all that for her. So now Peter Parker's screwed two women, not physically, like mentally, yes, emotionally. <laughs> 
And then Peter Parker proceeds to smack Mary Jane. Because she kind of goes in. What does she do? She goes in. There's like, just pull so him many things that. Yeah. It's no, because then, the, like then that. because then she tells security that he's that, like that he's causing trouble. Yeah. And um and, and Tony Parker, Tony doesn't Tony Tony Peter the security wants Tony guard. to fight him. Yeah, and then and then like he I don't think he he doesn't intentionally hit Mary but Jane. He like smacks her across because the face. Mary Jane goes up comes up behind him and says Peter don't and he turns and he turns around and, he turns around and which by the way. Him. If you're Spider-Man, you have super strength. Yeah. So Mary Jane should have been knocked out cold. Instead, she's just like, ah, get him out of here. There's just I so never many... want to see you again. So I guess I misinterpreted Mary Jane as being the bigger biatch in that scene. That's definitely Peter being the bigger oh, dickhead. Oh, Peter, like, well, because he's under the symbiote. It's just but such a jerk. weird scene. It, it's a weird scene. Um, Plus, we all dug on this. Yeah, because considering it's the third dance scene in the movie, um, in a Spider-Man movie, which, by the way, My I, second favorite I scene in the movie. counted... Guess how many minutes it takes for Spider-Man in costume to show up in this scene. In this movie, sorry. Like from beginning? From the start of the movie, how many minutes does it take for our first glimpse of Spider-Man in costume? I'm trying to think of what that first... How many minutes 40 do you think? minutes? 34. Movies on Netflix? Looked at on last night. 34 minutes before in Spider-Man we see Spider-Man in costume. Because he fights as Peter... Yeah, and then it's all Mary Jane drama, and then Sandman, and here we go with Sandman, Flint Marco. I now here's is does he exist in 1940? Because his prison uniform is very 1940s. Yeah, um, and he kind of looks like that 1940s guy. He's running from the police. They have dogs chasing him. You know, like like happens. Like like you know like yeah. in the real world that stuff happens, and he. He's running through a field, and there ends up being a fence with the sign on it that says, Nuclear Test Facility. Keep out. Why would it say that? Why wouldn't it just say keep out? Does it have to announce it's a nuclear test facility? Beats me. Anyway, pops the fence, lands on a pit of sand. Yeah, um, we all know where this is going at this and, you point. Know, as, as, as you do, they're conducting middle-of-the-night nuclear particle tests on sand and not only are they such bad scientists they're doing this at four in the morning it seems but also they're like the pressure sensors are picking something up ah it's just, it's a, just bird. a bird it'll fly they have windows hey pal maybe check out so you don't vaporize someone how about that they also have windows to watch and observe the test hey maybe it could be possible that um it's not a bird it's a person it's a human. And maybe instead instead before you molecularly tear apart <laughs> something. Maybe give a maybe give it a little look down, huh? Maybe yeah. have someone just peer in and be like, hey, that's not a bird, that's a man. Just just a quick quick old check in the window. Quick little up and down. Yeah, be like, oh, that's not a that's a human. Oh, there's cops at the fence. Must be a comic. Let's not do this test right now. Yeah. Then he, uh, the test happens. He gets blown up. Comes back as sand. Turn now. Well, he no, can... a, a, a particle of sand goes in his fingertip, merges with one of his veins. All his veins turn to sand. He turns to sand. He turns to sand. And then he, you know, he. What a good part of the movie actually was that scene where he's trying to put himself back together. I that that, that, that was one of my that favorite was cool. scenes. I, like, I like legitimately favorite probably scenes. my favorite scene in the movie actually, which we just it's emotional. Ruined, we just ruined best and worst. Um but he but he like shows up at his old house. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot house. that was a segment. Yeah. He shows up at his old house before this all happens to like 
say hi to his daughter who has got cancer, I guess, or whatever. And his wife is there for two scenes. She's like, get, get out of here. And he get goes. out. But I guess he really was attached to that green shirt because he's like, I'm on the run from the police. Gotta grab my green shirt, though. My trusty green shirt. Yeah. Um, now he's gotta wear that forever because he is sand. Um, no, nah, it's just real weird. Like, I don't know. And so, and then he first encounters Spider-Man. Um, first encounters him in the middle of New York because, as there always is, just big trucks of sand rolling around. You New know York. how it is. Trucks full of sand with the with the words sand on the side. Just does it actually have the word sand it, on the side? It does. Has the word sand on the side. Oh my! And uh, and they have a big fight, a little dust up, and Peter Parker's like, "Oh, you know, where do these guys come from?" Blah blah. Maybe you're the common denominator, denominator considering everyone you know is a villain now. Yes. Um, every single person. Every single person on the planet in New York, because there's like twelve people, is either dead or a villain or Aunt May. Oh, Aunt. Aunt May is a villain for all we know. Don't get me started on Aunt May. Um. Yeah, so so then eventually, yeah, so then that's Sandman's story. He gets all there. So this is, again, the, like, fourth villain that's been introduced in the movie. Then we go to Venom. So Eddie Brock and Peter Parker, they don't like it. Eddie Brock just is, like, just at his wits end. He's being fired. His girlfriend dumps him because he photoshopped that picture that one time. Yeah. And he goes to church. <laughs> Instead of praying for like forgiveness he prays for god to kill peter parker and right and on cue right on cue with, with that coincidence peter parker's up up in the clock tower which happens to be the only weakness for the symbiote is sound getting ripping the symbiote off and i guess eddie brock has supervision because for the second time in the movie he sees someone way up top that he, like, way Also up, blocked by the bell. Also blocked by the bell. But he looks up and he's like, huh, Peter Parker. He, is he just like, I recognize that grunt anywhere. I recognize <laughs> that that blood-curdling scream anywhere I go. And no, it is pretty cool when the stuff is falling on him and he, like, goes yeah. like, Rah! and, like, just comes out of his bed. What, what does he go like? Rah! One um, more time. Rah! Actually, as you're talking, I want to pull up a clip because I want to show you something your, your chrome works still right yeah, we're about to find out okay um well essentially yeah so venom venom and sandman but like, he becomes venom when he gets that and there is no reason why topher grace should have been venom he's the spinliest little guy his character that he plays in that 70s show so my favorite show is is the definition of a nerd and he's supposed to be a nerd venom's supposed to be a imposing bodybuilder type character yeah um this is what is this? Oh, here we go. Oh, you're probably not gonna be able to find it. Um, no, yeah, it's fine. Keep going. So yeah, so is this is this the? Uh, it's the butler scene. It, wait, is this the uh, blooper? Spider-Man Three has the best bloopers. Oh, it does because it's just the the old the butler the Alfred character, I guess. Yeah. Um. I just essentially, yeah. Find it. I don't think I'm gonna find it. But bail, yeah. bail. I'm bailing. I'm bail. But yeah, so yeah, so where were we? <laughs> I got off track there. Yeah, so he becomes Venom. Venom. Um, there's no reason why you should have been Venom at all. Um, that's so dumb. Yeah. Totally, it's literally like making Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor doesn't fit the part in any yeah, way, shape, or form. Because Eddie Brock is a is a hulking he's, he's a, brute. He's a bodybuilder yeah. and. You get Topher Grace, the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, so you got Wimpy Venom, you got Sandman, um, and you got Harry Osborn. 
three villains that are coming after Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Um, and Sandman and... Sandman and Venom do the smart thing. They team up. And team up. Yeah. Um, Finally, the only the only logical thing that has been, that has happened in this movie. And then they do the most stereotypical thing that they have ever done in every single Spider-Man movie they've done this. Kidnap Mary Jane. Yeah, poor Mary Jane. Who She's is, been through she a lot. She exists only to be saved. And it's a shame. She's... She's basically considered an object in this movie. Yeah, um, it's a darn shame. Crying shame. It's a crying shame. Yeah. So she's she exists essentially to be saved. Um, real crying shame. Uh, so Spider Man goes. He realizes he can't beat them both on his own. Yeah. And which again is another thing. There's a scene, and it's in like every Spider Man movie because this is all coming right off the heels of nine eleven. There's always a scene where Spider Man either latches onto a pole yeah. or something of the American flag in the background. And there's one scene, he's racing, the whole city's like, oh, they're gonna, Spider-Man's gonna save the city. And he races and there's just a random a American flag on a roof, American on flag. a rooftop yep. and he like somersaults in front of it, poses, and then keeps going. It's like, nah. Oh, there it is. Great to know you have your priorities in in, in order, Spidey. So um, then uh, yeah. Spider-Man goes to confront Venom and, and Sandman and dies. No, he doesn't. Uh, because, because to <laughs> motivate to, he essentially goes to Harry Osborn. He's like, "I need your help. I can't beat them both." And he's like, "Screw you! You killed my dad." I'm like, okay. And burn my so, so Spider Man goes and he gets like beaten the crap out of like almost they're died. just they're verge just of death. Yeah, verge of death. Until Harry Os until like, the most perplexing scene. Harry Osborn's <laughs> butler comes up to him and reveals that for this whole time, thanks a lot for keeping this a secret. Yeah, he has known that he's like, "I cleaned your dad's wounds." He died by his own glider. So essentially what Harry, what Peter Parker was telling the truth, Harry's like, ah, he didn't actually kill my dad. Which, dude, you kept that a secret for like five years. So why would you just tell me that now? Why didn't you tell me that right when my dad died so I could have maybe not hated my best friend for yeah. the last five years? Maybe not ruined my life? Maybe not died? Literally died? Maybe not have half my face blown up? This is your fault, bud. It's your fault, buddy. Alfred. You jerk. Um, the, the, the blade that pierced his heart came from his trailer. <laughs> yeah, the bloopers are... Because that, that guy's got to just be like an, an, an old man. and Senile. And he keeps trying to say the line, the, the blades that pierced his heart came from his own glider. He says trailer twice, I think. He says like like truck or something. He says the blade that pierced his glider came from his heart. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Guy's a crazy old kook. They team up to beat them out. To beat them up. They do. They eventually best them. Um, but hold on, though. Oh, yeah. Venom. With a curveball. Then with a curveball. So Peter Parker traps Venom in, like, a maze of... Oh, no, I'm talking before that. Oh. What's the curveball here? Oh, yeah. Killed by his own glider. No, he just dies. The uh, He's killed by his own glider. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's stabbed with like a spike. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, Harry. Patrick, I, I skimmed this movie last night. All right, so folks, what you're about to witness <laughs> oh, is geez. me proving Mike wrong. Oh, boy. Because I've watched this movie about ten times. Harry Osborne. Death. Here we go. The Osborne death scene. I'm going to turn the volume down because we don't need the volume. Where is it? No, that is... Oh, right. Oh, this is when Peter Parker has the revelation. Look. Oh, what's that in his hand? What's... Wait, okay, here we go. Yeah, this is here great we go. podcasting. This is great podcast. What's that in his hand? 
Oh, it's 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 New Goblin's glider. Okay. Oh, I thought it was just a spike. Here we not. go. Takes two blades yeah, to the right. heart. It is, it is his glider. And you know what? I'm not. I'm not too big for my britches to admit when I'm wrong. Good for you, Patrick. Put her there. And two men shake hands and become friends once again, once more, to to produce millions of podcasts into the. We future. had a similar reuniting as Harry Osborne and Peter Parker. Yeah. We and one we, of us is gonna die. You wronged me. I killed whoa, you. Whoa, whoa, you came whoa, back whoa, whoa, to life, and then I proved you wrong. And then up, now, made out now, with your girlfriend. Whoa. Blackmailed her into breaking up with you, and then I died. Um, and then you, and then uh, now I have to kill you with your own glider. Yeah, pretty so, much. Oh, Don, Josh Donson home run three two Toronto Blue Jays. Can't wait right. for the bullpen to come out and, and blow, blow the game. Anyway, if you, if you haven't listened to this week's so the, pod, yeah, listen to it. Listen and to we it. Talk about that. We land based. Them. So yeah. So essentially, this is all. All culminates in. Spider-Man saving the day. Um, Venom getting... Essentially, like, Peter Parker traps Venom in, like, a pyramid of, like, metal bars and then hits the bars, which yeah. I feel like the sound of a bell would be a lot louder than the sound of, like, a bar, metal bar yeah. being slammed together. But for some reason, that, like, just affects Venom so much. The symbiote's there. Eddie Brock can't live without the symbiote. He jumps into it. Um, Peter Parker throws a bomb in, or bomb in there and then tries to save Eddie. It blows up. They all die. Boom. Well, they don't all die. Eddie well, dies. Eddie dies. So Along with the symbiote. So Harry, Harry Osborn, the symbiote, and uh, and Eddie Brock are all dead. Um, Spider-Man saves Mary Jane. Although, I don't think it's clear that they don't get back together because he's abused her physically and mentally. Um, and, and then Sandman is like, I'm sorry for killing your uncle. Just like they just have to th- sh- shove that in there a little bit. Yeah. Sorry for killing your uncle, man. And they do. And and Peter Parker's like, it's cool. I'm over it. And then Sandman slowly floats, dr- off. floats off to new adventures. Now that I, now that I, you know, now now Spider Man Four being canceled and all that a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. There would have been no way to have introduced Carnage. This is dead. Well, they could just have another meteor. But but Eddie. But the, but the way that the symbiote births Carnage. But the way that it goes from Eddie also, to Cletus. Eddie's dead. So is because Eddie is in the prison, prison cell above Cletus Cassidy. There's still some symbiote on Eddie. Falls down through the cracks, and because Cletus is ginger, and the crazy. symbiote turns red. Also, no, it's because the symbiote that was attached to Eddie gives birth to another symbiote. Oh, does it? Yeah, and okay. falls onto Cletus because he's in the he's in the the uh, prison cell below him, and he becomes much more powerful because Cletus is just straight evil and yeah, crazy, opposed true. to Eddie who's yeah. got some good in him. But th- that can't that was impossible to happen because first of all, the symbiote's exploded. Yeah, and Eddie Brock is dead. Yes. So even if they were to introduce Carnage in the next movie, there would be no Venom Carnage Smackdown. Which would be, which is like a vital part, is that Carnage and Ve- is supposed to sort of turn Venom good, because Venom's like, oh, this guy's really evil, I gotta yeah. take him down. And him and Spider-Man are supposed to team up, which would be real cool to see. They don't, because Eddie Brock's dead. So it kind of like you freaking blew it. But apparently, the studio essentially forced Sam Raimi into having Venom in the movie because they're like, he's the most popular Spider-Man yeah. villain. You have to have him in. And Sam Raimi's like, but there's already three villains. Right. Ah, we don't care. We're Sony. We're, we're Sony. Gonna, we, we're gonna make the Amazing Spider-Man one and two, and not learn our lesson in the Amazing Spider-Man two, and have three villains again. We're gonna pocket some serious bank by making all our video games eighty dollars now. Freak off, Sony. So at the end of the movie, it's not even really that happy of an ending because no. Peter Parker and Mary Jane don't get back together. No, Harry's dead. Harry's dead. Eddie Brock's dead. 
And it's just sort of, there's like a speech, and he's like, I'm gonna, you know, be Spider-Man once more, and then never is again. American flag and the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, so, at the end of that movie, we realize that we there's been more dance scenes and fight scenes. We haven't even touched on the fact that Aunt May shows up at Peter Parker's apartment to talk to him about marriage at like 2 a.m. in the middle of the night for like two seconds and then leaves. We haven't talked about the fact, we haven't talked about Peter Parker's weird neighbor that has a crush on him that cooks, that bakes some cookies. Oh. Remember that? Ursula? Yeah, I remember her dad. Who died in that fire? If it is a woman you're calling, then you say, you're a good woman, I am I'm a good, good man. man, you know. Yeah, and that is just, say, you know yeah, he just, just stops there. That. Yeah. Um, just like everything's happening in this movie. Then her, You'll get your rent when you fix this damn door! And then his, like, Peter Parker being evil. He's yeah. got the bangs, and he, his, his, like, evil moment, instead of just, like, seducing Ursula into, like, sleeping with him, she's like, he's like, Make me some cookies. Make me some more cookies. Yeah, bring me, me some, some chocolate milk. chip cookies with a glass of milk. Oh, more cookies. Yeah, feed me the cookies. Oh, yeah, cookies. Just, yeah, so it's essentially ruined the character of Harry Osborn, ruined the character of Peter Parker, and further ruined the character of Venom, further ruined the character. It ruins everything. It ruins. There's a theme here. It ruins everything. And uh, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. The quest for peace. I don't know why I keep saying that. It just reminds me of Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Let's, uh, so let's do... Best and worst. Best and worst. All right. Um, want me to go first? Or you want to go first? You can me? go first. My favorite scene was when Symbiote Spider-Man confronts Sandman in the subway. Because that's actually pretty intense, because he just found out this guy killed his uncle. Yeah. And now he's, like, confronting him, and he's, like, beating him up and, like, slamming his face into the subway... And he's just like, what does it matter to you anyway? And he's like, everything! Everything! <laughs> and there's like a sick shot where he like slingshots from the momentum of the subway into a kick into Sandman. I don't know. Apparently Sandman's weakness is water. Yeah. He just breaks down in the mud. Why don't you just... Makes sense though. Why doesn't when the big Sandman bad guy is attacking the city at the end, because Sandman becomes a huge sand-like monster, why don't Pose. they just... Freaking fire department come, yeah. hose him down. He, there's nothing you can do. I know. There's nothing you can do. Have Spider-Man fight Venom. Have the fire apartment fight, like, fire department, they're the real heroes. Yeah. My favorite moment was uh, Spider-Man ripping the symbiote off of him, and it landing on cool. Eddie Brock. But, like, it also is intercut with the fact that Eddie Brock is telling, is, like, ordering a hit on Peter Parker with, telling God I know, to order I like, a hit I on like, Peter Parker. Like, my favorite scene starts after that. Okay. Okay. That's, it's cool. All right. Worst part of the movie. I like there's so, so many. I think my least favorite scene is the crane scene. When the crane really? starts acting up. That's why it my interrupts scene. the copier model shoot. Yeah, because yeah. I was enjoying that shoot. What the heck do they have to go and ruin that I, for? I, what I the know. heck, Sam? Um You know, I'm not even gonna say the dance scene because it's fun to watch. I'm gonna say the scene after so Peter Parker and Harry Osborne have breakfast. Or brunch, I guess. And Peter Par- and Harry Os- and Peter bounce. Parker's like, well, Peter Parker's like kind of lamenting to to Harry about how Mary Jane dumped him, and then Harry's like, yeah, because she likes someone else, and uh, it's me, sorry, dude, and he's like, what? And he like storms out and walks away and and crosses the street. Then he looks back and Harry Osborne's like winks at him. Then a bus goes Whoa. by and he's not there anymore. Where did he go? I think he literally just dropped to the floor. <laughs> of the Peter restaurant. just didn't look down. Like, if he had walked back into that restaurant, I would have just seen Harry Osborne, like, under the table. I'm like, damn it! That's a great theory. Let me be cool! Just, just be cool! No, but that, that look, that's so stereotypical, it looks so dumb. Yeah. What else? Alright, it's time for... 
the people have spoken. Maybe I should try and put some reverb on that. That'd be cool. Let's just get a, a let's get a cool intro thing for there. Um, Do you want me to pull something up randomly? No, nah, it's fine. I have nothing. You have nothing. No, don't do Jay's. It's Paul fine. Henderson interview. No, it's good. It's good. Um, People have spoken where we find savage reviews of movies that we find that are funny on Metacritic. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, you'd like to start this one off? Sure. This one is by uh, Giancarlo B. Um, they got the last name wrong. It's actually by Giancarlo Stanton. Oh. Uh, Miami Marlins legend. This movie was a piece of poop. I saw it online, and I'm glad I did, because I wouldn't have spent a dime to see Hollywood take such a terrible story and make it into this movie. Dot, 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 dot. It was people that gave it a 10. You guys are... I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, you guys have problems. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fix it. You guys have... No, just say it. It's a review. No, I'm not saying that. That's offensive. Lots of dots. I thought that for being a sequel, it sucked. More dots. If you're going to give Spider-Man the black suit... The movie has to be dark. The movie has to be dark. More dots. Really dark. Not just kind of dark, with a nerd thinking he's cool for one scene. (laughs) Lots of dots. I hated this movie so much, I just want to say it like... I think that's a, a, a trillion zillion times. There is about, what would you say, what would you ballpark there, 30 O's? 20, 29 to 30 O's? 29 to 30 zeros. Yeah, yeah zeros, yeah. I hated, what did I say, I just want to say like a lot one of with about 30 zeros next to it times. I hated this movie. And then he says it that many times. And then Yeah, and then he says I hated this movie. It takes an entire page. Yeah. Fills up an entire page on, on Metacritic. So thanks, Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, um, you made one mistake. You said Tarable. I love what he says. <laughs> really dark, not just kind of dark, with a nerd thinking he's cool for one scene. Yes. That's a legendary line. It's cool. All right. This review is by Jeff G. Whining, complaining. I haven't read this, by the way. Like, I haven't read any of these reviews. You yeah. picked them. So yeah. Whining, complaining, and soap opera cliches fill up a movie with two good fight scenes. Oh, Tulitsky homered again, too. Uh, With two good fight scenes. Compared to the comics, my favorite character, Venom, is castrated. (laughs) Whoa. Something happens with some guy that turns into sand, and the Green Goblin bores everyone to death. All all that in over two hours. I got this movie for free, and I regret it dearly. (laughs) My favorite line is, something happens with some guy that turns into sand. I love... I love it when movies are so bad that people just like, they just take it as an opportunity. It's like, you know, in, in, it's like playing in a softball league full of children where they just kind of lob the ball to you and you're like, you're going to hit a home run. And they just, that, that was a home run. Yeah. It was great. This next one is by Jesse Rakusen. Sucks. What a waste of $300 million. This movie costs $300 million to make. According to Jesse Rakusen. Sam it Ra- was all it was all in the in the air conditioning. Exactly. <laughs> Sam Raimi went ego insane. A movie full of cliches, but in no way a Spider-Man movie. Horrible. The action scene at the beginning with Parker and Goblin 2 was cool, besided That's wrong. Oh, we also misspelled beginning. It's cool besided. <laughs> it was cool, besided that it's ho- that it's ass. <laughs> So it was cool, 
Except no, no, no. Was... no, no, I read that wrong, yeah. sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start. The action scene at the beginning with Parker and Goblin 2 was cool, besided that it's horrible. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, Eric from the, from the 70s show. Not that 70s show, it's the 70s show. There's only one, and it's this is yeah. the one. I mean, Eric from the 70s show is a fine actor, but he's not effing Venom. <laughs> Venom is supposed to be badass. This was almost as bad as giving Superman a kid. Complete crap, worse than I expected, and I was, was expecting bad. So he was, was expecting bad. Oh, no. Um, again, terrible grammar, but yeah. he makes some points. Eric from that 70s show. How the heck did he get cast as Venom? I don't know. He also looks like his hair is made out of ramen noodles. <laughs> got some got some Justin Timberlake early 2000s hair. In sync prime hair. Yes. Um, he makes a lot of very good points. It cost $300 million. Also, Sam Raimi didn't go ego insane. The studio forced him to make yeah. Venom. And he wanted to make Spider-Man 4 to, um, to reclaim. To soften the blow. Like to, to um, reestablish yeah. it. And to like sort of not make, up, make up for yeah. it. But then the studio was like, put this villain in this villain in this villain. He's like, frig it, I'm done. It's frig over. you guys. No, Tobey Maguire asked for too much money, I think, and they refused to pay him, so he yeah. left. And they were like, well, Not we well, have to do a reboot now. Andrew Garfield. Uh, let's do the exact same movie yeah. over again, except with a better looking person. Um, Freak that noise. Still like Andrew Garfield. Um, but we have to wait for, for Civil War to find out. Uh, do we, we don't know who Peter Parker is, do we? What? Do we know who Peter Parker who's, is? Who's, who's playing, playing him? him? Yeah. Tom Holland, he's this British actor. Okay. Apparently he's real good. He was in this the movie about the tsunami in, I think, Japan? Or okay. Vietnam? I looked him up afterwards. It's good. The Impossible. Apparently he's really good in it. He's like, he's our age. He's 20. Yeah. He's 19 or 20, yeah. That's anyway, the right age for Peter Parker. It really is. Because apparently he's like 15 in the movie. So he's an, actually a teenager. And not yeah. a 40-year-old man like like Peter Parker, who if he walked <laughs> into a high school, he would be kicked out. I like Zach. Yeah. Alright, um, right, so this last review is by Corey N. This movie is a joke. It made me wish that movies had commercial interruptions. I like the part where where there was some swinging around and punching and kicking and stuff up in the sky. And some kid goes, awesome. And another kid goes, wicked cool. That part was totally rad. This movie made me want to stick some of that those orange circus peanut candies up my nose and fire slash blow them at the television screen so that they would stick to Spider-Man's face. Thanks, Corey N. I think that's a play on words. Bravo! Round of applause for Corian. That was the best review I think we've had. Yeah, it's great. So in the end, what would you give? Uh, what would you rate Spider Man Three? I'd rate Spider Man Three two out of five popped collars. <laughs> I rate Spider Man Three one and a half Mary Jane nipples out of a possible oh five. <laughs> one and a half dance scenes out of a possible yes. five. No, you can stick with Mary Jane. Yeah, nipples. I'm gonna stick with Mary Jane nipples. Um, so yeah. This movie, you know what? Considering the reaction that we're getting from Civil War, uh, this movie kind of kind of did more more good than it did bad because it ended that trilogy on uh, like that obviously was trending downward. Um, it's gonna give us apparently our most our most comic accurate Spider Man because there was no yeah. com- like Spider Man was not comic accurate in this movie. He, he had organic web shooters, you know. He was a forty year old man. You know, it was weird. Um, yeah, so I think it did more more good than it did bad, but. Um, at the end, it was just a real, it was a, it was the first superhero movie, I think, that tried to shove too much in, and that's a problem that a lot of superhero movies have now, where they're always building to the sequel. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but yeah. (laughs) 
But yeah. It, so, it feels good to admit it, though, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but in the end, you know, this movie, it tried, it failed. Uh, and we've learned from it. And now apparently yeah. there's going to be a great Spider-Man coming on Civil War. We'll have to wait for Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, that's the standalone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there it is. We did Spider-Man it. Spider-Man 3. We got through it. We slugged through it. Um, hour and nine. Hour, hour and eight. And, hour and I eight. I can't read numbers. Well, uh, this is this has been such a pleasure. Pleasure to review this movie with you. Uh, next week, I think we'll do High School Musical 2. Yeah. yeah. Or one... Let's do two. Definitely not three. Let's do two. Okay. Two's got bet on it. That's We're gonna true. We're going to do two. Yeah, so... It's got fabulous... Yeah, and we got to get clips of it. Like, we got to play clips. Oh, honestly... Oh, we're going to play so many of the songs, dude. Great. So next week, look forward to that. Sing it from the top of our lungs. High School Musical 2 coming out. But yeah, so again, thanks for listening to Crack and Wise Reviews. Um, if you like, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, just search Crack and Wise Reviews. Subscribe, rate us, give us a review. Also on SoundCloud, Crack and Wise Reviews. Um, and follow us on Twitter at, at uh, MikeyStevens81. At RealPatrickG. Yeah. So again, thank you for listening, and uh, look forward to our High School Musical 2 review. It's coming out next week. It's going to be legendary. You guys have a good time, and uh, take care. And make sure, if your nipples are really hard, don't let Sam Raimi point a camera at you. Cheers. I'm a bad boy, and I like bad 